and you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, sponsored by M3S3. Men make moves and suckers stand still. You already know we got the legend in the building tonight, Tash from the Alcoholics. Let's get it popping. Um, a lot of great stuff that happened since you know the new year, everything. So, you know, I'm really excited. Um, I'm good, man. That's all I can really say is I'm good. That's what's up, man. Um, saw the drink champs interview. Proud of y'all. Shit was dope. I was surprised that y'all was on drink champs, man. It's like y'all get over. You know what it is? Is when artists get labeled hip hop artists, they tend to get overlooked, no matter how fucking dope they are. Did you say that's a fair assessment? I mean, the people say that and everything, but 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 the funny part when people say that, I think everybody. Like I said, like everybody's in God's hands, man. And, and God's blessed, blessed me with a beautiful career. You know, all my kids went to college. I, you know, I drive a cool car and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not content to the point where, I, well, or I'm all the way where I want to be. But people like when they come up to me with that, that, that attitude, like, oh, like mm -hmm. we never made it or nothing. No, I can't believe y'all's on the drink camps and shit. We can treat it like royalty in the in the biggest of capacities or whatever you call it and shit, man. But you know, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm well respected, man. So that's 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 love right there, you know. So um what can I say, man? Like I, I I'm about to put out some shit, so it's it's not too late to support, you know what I'm saying? Let's blow this shit up and, and, and get the props that y'all say we deserve, you know. Nick, <laughs> nigga, you've been dope from day one, bro. Your pen game and your delivery is bar none. Like your shit has is up there, up there. I was thoroughly impressed by the love y'all get within the industry. Didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, outside, y'all got a shitload of uh, features too. You know, when you go through the catalog, I'm like, man, these niggas that had everybody on their shit. And let me tell you something about that. None of the motherfucking features, I mean, loud pay like maybe one or two people and shit. Uh -huh. But that was the people we didn't know. Everybody else we did songs with, we knew them. They was our homeboys. They was our peers. We've been on tours with them. We, you know, a lot of motherfuckers slept on my couch and I slept on theirs and, you know, that type of shit, you know. So, you know, we got a lot of history with a lot of people and, um, you know, it's just it's just a matter of time for they do the documentary and you can really see how deep it runs, though, you know? Yo, that, uh, what joint was that? Smoke Fest 1999. Dash, you know she does. She, you know, she's on your job. That's the one. Oh, I'll pass places. Oh, yes. That's fucking. Shout out to the old Dungeon family. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, like. <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of time with the Dungeon family in Atlanta and shit, you know. So, you know, that's like the, the homeboys. Um, I talked to, uh, see, I talked to all of them. I talked to the Goody Mob. I ain't talked to Outcast. I talked to Goody Mob, though. I talked mm -hmm. to, um, CeeLo and all them, they was backstage at a concert like a month and a half ago. So they all back together and shit. You know? That's dope. Um, but, um, you know, like, be real, that's been a homie since, like, right after high school shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Crazy. Just, you, know, you know, but... um, I, I fucks with Cypress Hill pretty tough, too. I was just I, thinking I, of this story with Cass and everything. I went, to, I went to go to Freaknik and I went to go... Um, I stayed with the Dungeon family and shit. 
And I was out there right when I got the freak nigga. I had a rented car. And right when I got the freak nigga, I went to jail the first day. <laughs> so I was listening to the whole freak nigga outside the bars like this. I have my ears to the bars like this. It's not like that. Right. And everything. The motherfuckers didn't see me the whole rest of the weekend. I was like, yeah, I agree. Right, Yo, man, I, I, I still I, got my t-shirts come back next year. <laughs> like, I, tr- I try to tell people, yeah, Freak man. Nick fucked up my party in front of my life. Freak Nick was off the chain, man. <laughs> that was a crazy time. But, oh but I was I was the younger generation. I don't think they could have Freak Nick. These motherfuckers are crazy now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Freak Nick was yeah. going to get shot out. You know what I'm saying? You remember how oh fun it was, though? Like, like on the freeway, when I had the parties on the freeways and shit, shut down the whole freeway and party. Oh, uh, God. But... Yo. And the first year I went down there, what was that, 93? I had a fucked up yeah. leg and I was on crutches. Suck for you, buddy. No, it did not. Actually, that was a, bu- that was a benefit, come to find out, because the women felt bad for me. Uh, they're trying to give you some sense, some little love in. It's like, oh, oh okay. my God. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So the love <laughs> turned out to be something wonderful, man. But that's the best party I've ever been to. Sodom and Gomorrah in the flesh. When you, when you first started out, what were the goals for you? And have you surpassed those? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I started out with with I make I make new goals every couple of years. You know what I'm saying? I try to, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, like when I when I first started out, you said I, I really I just when I dedicated myself to the music. I mean, I was mm-hmm. running with the greats, you know, when at a young age and everything, because you know, King T and all them. We was kid like I've known King T since the '80s, you know, and J Ro mm-hmm. and, and them, you know, they they all knew Ice and. They knew Scotty D from the world famous Felix shop out there and uh, all these things. So when I when I met J Ro and Kenny T and all them, that led me into the whole you know the whole LA scene at the time. You know, so um, you know we started out with that. Basically, man, I just said I want to be, you know, known as a dope rapper and I want to go on tour like King T's doing and I want a Ferrari like Ice T's doing and you know all that type of shit. <laughs> and then you know. Made a you know, I made I made I did what I did, you know what I'm saying? I just looked at the never mind, I ain't gonna have everybody going to that. <laughs> I was about to say something, but anyway. <laughs> uh, they, they put it out there how much I made over the years. This shit like on some shit. Like, you know how they be doing that shit, like net worth and all that shit. Yeah. Like if you look at that, yeah. I was a hell of a million. Yeah. Like, wow, like, this shit, but where, where did they get know, that shit from? Did they call nothing. you up for that? I, Nah, that's what I'm saying. My chick looked it up. I mean, my chick was on some shit with my social security shit or whatever. And this shit popped up. And I don't know how it popped up or nothing, but I was like, damn. <laughs> like, damn. How do you know this? <laughs> that's crazy. I, thought it was just, I don't know what. Yeah, I was like, wow. But, you know, I blew a lot of that shit. I had a lot of lot of bad habits, you know. All right, so what's but, the biggest flex? I mean, hey. The biggest flex you said? Yeah. The biggest just you just wanna just went and blew a hundred stacks on the dumbest shit ever. Uh probably bought two bins as cash. That was, I didn't really flex too hard. One for my mama, one for me. That's not bad. I bought a house. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, when they like, said the the millions and shit, they said that was accumulative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I had one good year. But what I said was that um, I did, I did, I didn't really accumulate a lot of shit like that. Like, like my whole shit was like I would go on trips. Like I would I would buy a trip to like overseas and shit and just mm-hmm. chill out and you know do some you know shit like that. But shit just never coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type of shit. But you know, but you um, live life though, bro. You can't, you can't replace. Yeah, that. but that was always. You know, that goes back to the original question because that right there was what I always dreamed about doing was having enough money to do what the fuck I wanted to, when I wanted to, and how I wanted to, and it, it transpired. You know, going on the tours that was part of it. Putting out albums year after year that was part of it. You know, that was all dreams. And once I accomplished those, I made other dreams. Y'all seem to have a really good eye for other people's talent. Like, do you have a record label yourself? No, I don't. But I tell you this, though, I'm, I'm currently I'm managing a, a artist out of Dallas, Texas. His name is Junior Boy, mm-hmm. and he just dropped a, a a record last week with NBA Young Boy and shit. So he's 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 soaring right now. You know, he, um, you know, you can't lose with NBA on your shit and everything. So he he he's climbing right now. Yeah, that guy. There's a song out called "No Love." When the album dropping? Yeah, they they you know. Uh, we putting out singles right now because after this, he he has a song with Mary J. Blige that we shot the video for in New York, in Brooklyn. So um, you know, that's the next step. But the album, we probably put it out probably this summer. We don't have an actual What's date Mary J. yet. Blige? What? What's she like? I don't know. She wanted to do her shit in private, so we was outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, it was wow. a day that you know what it was. She did her shit later. Now think about it. She did her shit later because that was the day that um actually he was supposed to be in the video, but the actor Michael K. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he passed, didn't he? Yeah, but he passed. He was supposed to be in the video, and he passed the night before. Oh, so when wow. we woke up that day with New York, she was all over the news. So he didn't show up for the video shoot, of course, and Mary J. Blige was devastated. So. We had to shoot her part later, and she wanted to do it in private and all this. I can understand that. I can understand that. What is Tribe Called Quest like? Uh, that's my boys right there. Rest in peace to Five Dog, man. Tribe Called Quest, that's, that's what I tell people, that that was the funnest tour that we ever been on, because that was our first major tour, and we was on there with cool, you know, cool-ass dudes and everything. So, you know, it was just like a... um. It was kind of like a we made it type thing, you know what I mean? Because they were mm-hmm. from New York, and we was the only West Coast group on the on the tour. So it was like if you wrapped in like the Bronx and shit, where it came from or something, you know what I mean? And all right. that. We just felt privileged to be on there with our style and all that shit and represent the West Coast to the fullest, you know. But um, they definitely that's my people though. Try call quest. They all different. They like me, J Wo and E Swift. They all got their own personalities and shit like. J-Wo and Fife, like Fife was my boy boy and shit, but J-Wo and Fife, they're getting in these long sports debates and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then me and Q-Tip, we was, we was cracking the chicks and everything, and then Swift would be on the, uh, you know, him and Ali Shaheed Muhammad, they'd be on the producer shit. I'm talking about on the tour bus, like, you know, shit like Convo, you know, like who you, you, you relate most with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they was just like us, those like three, the, you know, the New York version of us kind of. How did y'all end up as a group? Uh, we ended up as a group because um, 
basically, um, me and J-Roll, we started doing demos, and E-Swift was doing the beats for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so he got, um, I don't know, he got lazy or something. He said, who's going to use the beat? And me and J-Roll did one song together. It was called I Get Funky. And we looped uh, more bounce to the ounce. And for some reason, people in LA went crazy over this one song, you know? So they said, y'all should do another song. We did another song, people went crazy over that one. So we started making like a little buzz with these songs and shit. We used to go to like all these clubs in LA. We used to go to USC, like college parties and shit, do the shit. Swift was DJing everywhere, clubs. So basically, man, they was like, man, y'all sound so different. Y'all should, you know, just do an album together and everything. And then at that point, we was, you know, we was on the tour with King T. There's King T hype, man, and Swift was his DJ. Mm-hmm. So it was like one crew. So we was like, fuck it, we need a name. And King T named us the alcoholic <laughs> shit, man. So I thought it was a joke at first, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's, been, <laughs> that's been my MO ever since. <laughs> but hey. Yeah, that seems kind of hard to live up to. Like, I'm not the biggest drinker, but I've had some some bad moments. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough for the first you know, sixteen years and shit. But you know that shit caught up to me and everything. I don't even drink. I don't drink nothing no more. You know, I know it's been. No, I've been with like a, a year and some change now. Uh, it'll be actually. My girl had told me it'll be two years and two weeks. Congratulations, bro. We went to Cancun last year. I'm gonna see what we're gonna do this year. We're gonna do something. That's dope. You know, I know it ain't the same, but, but I had. I talk about it all the time. I had a heart attack two years ago. Oh and wow! So, oh man, I had heart That's surgery. Still with it. You nigga, shit. You look ugly there for a second. That scared me just saying this shit, man. Oh, oh. thank you. Yeah, you know, like, and I'm, I'm still not the same. Um, but immediately, and I had smoked like two packs of cigarettes, damn near for decades, and quit instantly. What you mean, two packs a day? Yes. Oh, okay. I smoke too, man. I got to stop that. How'd you stop? The heart I attack. Heart attack. Yes, nigga. Okay. Well, shit. I gotta. <laughs> gotta yes. do, he the he the word of <laughs> the word of advice. Like yo, I went to the. Hey, can I, I, I can I throw a shameless? This is not to get off the heart attack, but I don't want you to say, "Hey, man, that's enough time and everything." Can I throw a shameless plug up in here real quick? There ain't no such thing as a shameless plug. Do what you gotta do. I, I want y'all to meet this. I want the people to meet this guy right here. This is my homeboy right here. This is ducks. But he's co-owner. He's the owner. Owner. I'm co-owner of this uh, brand that y'all see all on my IG and everything called Live Victorious. He over there making designs right now, so mm-hmm. y'all can support him this summer. But um, you know, I'm a big part of that this this uh this movement, man, and everything. But um, I just had to say that before you cut me off and everything. But back to your heart attack, man. So how did how did you get back to doing this and everything? You I know it was a bump in the road, but you said you had to have surgery. Yeah, I was out. Like and the the fucked up part about it is like while I was in the hospital, as soon as I came out of uh, you know, it takes me a while to come from the anesthesia. It took me a couple of days. My mother passed. Oh man, sorry so, to hear that. Yeah, it was just a real like twenty twenty was hell for me. But I think that's my biggest life. fear in life. I don't know who me people is, is real close with their mom. Me and my mom was like, I don't know. We, I mean, I, I know it's like that with everybody, but that's like my biggest fear ever is losing my mother. You know, it was mine too. So I can't imagine that. Yeah, you had a rough, rough year that year, man. You got to, oh. you know. And then I had to go straight. I literally went straight from the hospital to the funeral home. That is correct. 
and but you know the crack like I was talking to my, my brother, it's just us two. I was talking to him about it today, and I was like, that was God's way of protecting me from my emotions because it was so much going on that I couldn't really focus on, you know, grieving per se. I just had to get shit done. So it, it's kind of slowed the process up for me. It, you know, in a weird way was helpful. I'm listening, man. What's Slow the brand the called, though, bro? It's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's basically the LV. It started with the LV. Because uh -huh. we out of Las Vegas and everything. I moved to Las Vegas. I don't know how many people know that, but I say it every time I get a chance to say it. I don't live in L.A. no more. Okay. I just got back. I go two times a month, you know, because I got kids out there and I got a um, club I throw, you know, every Friday. But I just go two Fridays a month. Um, okay. But I love I love Las Vegas, man. I'm getting, you know, in tune with the little, with the culture and everything. But the person I just showed you, Ducks and everything, he um he started a brand like years ago, like seven years ago out of Vegas, but you know, that's where the LV comes in. It's like the LV stands for live victorious. And so you see the angel on our logo and everything. That's the angel of victory. And, you know, basically, basically, you know, he'd been a community somewhat of an activist for the whole time, you know, with the clothes and shit. He had, he had the um, stores in the malls out here and everything. Everybody in Vegas know about live victorious. And now that, you know, I'm expanding it and showing it, and showing it off in LA. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the next of the world, we we had uh, a lot of my friends been representing everything. Shout out to Royster 59 and, you know, all the Dove C's and all the um, E-40s and all the people that, you know, got their hands on it and put it on. And, you know, it's it's um it's a dope brand. You know what I mean? And so I um I came aboard to basically I was I was going to do marketing and everything, but I got offered a ownership and everything. So I just applied myself in. You know, we're here now, but if y'all want to go to the website, it's livevictorious.com. And do me a favor, like text, text me that too, so I can I can uh put that out there on my shit. Okay, we'll do. We'll yeah. do. I like I like that shit like that, you know. Um it, yeah. it sounds sounds like you uh you did everything you were supposed to. And looking back though, if there were something your biggest criticism of you. You someone when I was drinking. Just you, period, over your career. What's your biggest critique of you? Uh, my biggest critique would be I, I I could critique a lot of shit, man. Like good and bad though. You know what I'm saying? Um you mean critique as far as a person or a rapping person? Just you like, over your career. Oh well, matter of fact, hip hop wise. What would okay, be hip hop wise criticism of yourself? And you let me tell you, it's gonna sound like an asshole statement to say, but you know what I feel like? I feel like I held myself back by being way too humble to these motherfuckers that didn't give a shit about me. You know what I'm saying? I I helped a lot of people that didn't give a fuck about me that I saw later. You know what I'm saying? Yes. In life. Yes. And I humbled myself for them to be in certain positions. And if I had I mean, to do it again, I would do that. Back. Yes. Exactly. I, I understand completely what you mean, bro. And I would say I would have spent so much money on alcohol all the years, man. I probably have a lot of money right now. <laughs> hey, y'all niggas was drinking St. Ives, though, man. That's fucking like drinking gasoline. That shit was horrible. Living up to the Emmys. That's what we did. Living up to the Emmys for years. But, you know, that's a thing of the past, I guess. I don't know. You live and you learn. If you're yeah. smart. But I want to say this, learn. though. But check this out, though. When you ask me that, I'll tell you this. I got to... Mm -hmm. Album coming out. I got a. I'm gonna drop the Smokeaholics. Uh, we have a brand, a cannabis brand called Smokeaholics too. 
that um we only licensed in California, but um you know basically and everything I'm gonna drop a, a soundtrack to smoke to to listen to while you smoke our products, and we got some merch shit going on too. But um what was I saying about that um what was I saying right before that I was saying oh that's what I was, uh. You wait, 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 wait. What I... before before that though you know it's, it's completely legal in detroit like my people's that's where i'm from and my people i heard that heavy yes i heard that is legal Nigga, i went to the store last year and bought a bag not that I, just to buy up just to have the experience of going to the store randomly to buy a bag you ran you act like you ain't smoked that shit you know you smoked this i did smoke that <laughs> shit but it's i know you, <laughs> you might be a pastor or something now i don't know but, no. but but what I said was that the 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 album I'm gonna come with I'm gonna come with the Smoker Hardys uh soundtrack theme music mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna come with this this album and what you're gonna see if when you first see the album it's gonna be in big print it's gonna say wasted you know what I'm saying so it's like okay here we go Taz wasted okay going back to that shit that and everything but if you go if you look to the right in parentheses mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little thing it's gonna say time you know what I'm saying so really, my mom is gonna call wasted time because people ask me what I regret, and that's because I mean, I, what I regret the most is that you know you can you can stop drinking and shit, and you can get back your features, you can get back the money, the cars, all that shit, but you can't get back the time that you you spent bullshitting, you know. So anyway, my shit is gonna be called wasted time. That's dope, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's dope. And only you thing know, I, I probably wouldn't even do no. I'm probably just put up a gang of singles. The only thing I would say is worse than wasting time is wasting talent. Because at least you took advantage of your talent. But shit, that's the, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you wasted time and talent, you fucked up. Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot of talented people that believe their own hype so much before there was really a hype, and then there was no hype. And you wasted your talent. What do you mean? That's what they said? Yeah. Jump with a Like my boy, rest in peace to him, man. My boy is probably the dopest MC I personally have ever met. But before Detroit, yeah, he knew he was dope. And instead of going out there and getting it, he was waiting on it to come to him. And he ended up passing away. Wow. Yeah. Poppy Chulo, rest in peace, King. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, you can't. You can't wait for shit these days, man. And everybody knows that, you know. It's too, it's too many people doing a lot with little. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! So you know, your spots will be taken. If you ain't moving up, man. Especially nowadays, man. It's too easy to put out music. Yeah, hey, I got. I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show y'all. That's, that's a Live Victorious logo. That is dope, right there, bro. Yeah. I fucked with that. That I fucked with that. You got hats for that too? Yeah, a lot of people get it. Oh shit. <laughs> like, I'm fucking that up, bro. Yeah, it's fucking heavy This <laughs> this the leather. I know you're on the East Coast too, because it's kind of warm in Vegas, so it's too it ain't Yo, it ain't just it's let this living. Dope. See that? Yes, that is yo, that Man, I like that. It's out on the inside, got the Got the angels of victory. I mean, uh, oh, see that? Y'all, y'all not bullshitting. Quality material, all like this. Yo, it's yeah. a store. It's a store hey. called uh, what is it? <coughs> three one three and a third. I think that's the name. of Three thirteen in Detroit. 
really dope fucking store. Um, it's Wait, another- are you talking about the one? You ain't talking about the hip hop one that everybody used to rap at because that was a closed store too. You talking about the That's why I met at Eminem. Yeah. That's why I first yeah. met Eminem and the D12 and all them. They closed. Well, I take that back. I think they opened up. I'm not 100% sure, but I grew up like, I don't know, four blocks away from there from back in the day. So I used to go up there when them niggas used to be coming in there. I just never ran across those dudes, but I used to go in there and do my little freestyle thing and shit. But it was right yeah. down the street. Yeah. Maurice Malone. That was our first, that trip, to Detroit. That was our first trip to Detroit. We went there and then we um kept going back to the same spot. They closed it down on her. Yeah. They showed the motherfucker in eight mile. Uh, they ain't really show it in eight mile. No, no, I'm saying they show uh uh St. Andrews Hall. That's exactly what it was, St. Andrews. St. Andrews Hall. Yeah. Oh, it's still open. Okay, yeah. dig it. All right, we used to perform there like once every uh, like every once every six months for a couple. <laughs> then I don't know. But yeah, we we ain't never been back since. But I ain't never do no joint with him. Ah shit, he got he blew up on me, and he um uh, I met him before he really blew up, blew up. Right, and you know, yeah, um, I've been on tour with 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 D twelve though for the we went on the long ass tour. Rest in peace, proof. That was my drinking buddy right there. Me and Poof as in Bazaar. Shout out to Bazaar. Like people give M a lot of credit for, like putting Detroit on the map. No, bro, in Detroit, like Proof was. Like M was, no, was a man. He's a tell yeah. me all the time. No disrespect like, to him, but he was an afterthought compared to Proof. Like proof was that. Yeah, high. but yeah, that's true. But I, I tell you what, I, M came to my hotel room one time, and he blew me the fuck away. I was like, damn, because he, he I, I remember meeting him at the at the hip hop shop in Detroit, mm-hmm. but he came to my hotel room in New York, and he had a demo tape this time. Mm-hmm. I think we were just rapping at the other shit. I, I think I, I got, I used to drink a lot. I don't remember everything, but I remember yeah, that before that, and then he he. He um went to a rap battle. I took him to a rap battle later that night, and he wasn't even in it. But he started mm-hmm. rapping. And started fucking. It. Oh, it's a long story, but niggas, Eminem just really he he really um like I can't believe how large he is. Like you know when you see like a a plant like grow out yeah. the soil yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew him when he was literally like he had been to New York and he said he'd been been to Jersey, I think, or something like that, or maybe it was the same trip. Because mm-hmm. I met him in New York the second time, and I was at a hotel room, and he, him and Paul Rosenberg, the big tall manager, mm-hmm. came up there and shit. And I just tripped off that because he was so humble. He was like, Taz, I'm a big fan of yours, and I love your shit, and this. And then he knew the words and shit. I was like, that's a hip hop white boy. And yeah. then he played his shit. <laughs> I was like, God. But I had nothing. But see, at that time, I was on some MC shit, and I had no label and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't. Do nothing but put, tell other motherfuckers this motherfucker's dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I did. And he um they say he's the best ever. You know what I'm saying? So you know, congrats to him and his whole his whole skyrocket. <laughs> he's not the best ever. He ain't even the best ever out of Detroit, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Not for me. There's a cat named Man, somebody better than Eminem on Detroit. I mean, out of Detroit. He's a guy you probably never heard of. This cat named Big Hurt. For me, what make him better? Because he was Detroit. He was talking about like Detroit is not, you know, like Eminem is not necessarily representative of Detroit hip hop per se. Like the city, Detroit is is grimy as fuck. M got I bars. See. Not not taking that away from him, but 
niggas in the city wanted to hear city shit. And big hurt. Hey, hold up, my homeboy want to ask you a question. Is that you fuck with the young homie Fo Two Doug? I like Fo Two Doug, but I'm more of an icewear Vezo cat. Like Vezo is is just like my guy. He, that that. Oh, you know what? Like I like this dude. I, I like this dude from Detroit, Bodie James. That dude is fire too. Yes, I met that. We had a show with him in, in Arizona. And I had never heard his stuff. I heard the name Bodie James. I thought I was like, I don't know who this dude is. Man, he got up there <laughs> over the Alchemist beats. Yes. I was stunned yes. how dope he yes. was. I was like, Dad, yes. this motherfucker's hard. Yes, let's go. Bodie, Bodie. Yes, I would actually do a song and said, but he left. <laughs> I mean, shit, it, it ain't anyway. that like it ain't that hard to get in contact with him. I'm pretty sure. Nah, I just came up with a way for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, reach out to him definitely though. And shit, you fuck with Royce. Like, Roy, like Royce can get in contact with anybody in Detroit. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I called Royce and shit. Um, I thought I talked to Royce in a minute, though. But I called him and told him about the, the brand, Live Victorious and shit. And mm -hmm. he told me he was going to bring me out to Detroit and we were going to do a song together, Royce. <laughs> but he, um, but that's a good dude. Man. I, love his, I love his IG stuff and what he's doing on the mic and all that. That positive energy he be throwing out. That's a that's a good dude, man. Shout out to Royce to fight Nina. Shout out to Royce to five nine man. It's a lot of cats though, man. Like, but yeah, as far as like the grimy shit, like uh, Big Hurt. Oh my God, that nigga is is that's the guy for me. Uh, I think I heard him though. Yeah, it ain't too many people that's gonna say Indy that's from Detroit that's gonna say him. Mm. And it's no, that's no, that's no shade to him. And it usually happens like that. It's you know, like you shout out to. Trick Trick is the guy. That's what I was about to say. Though. I ain't gonna cut you off, bro. Shout out Trick Trick. I like his documentary thing and everything. I said, Yo, man, I'm 50 years old, and I remember as a fucking teenager riding the bus and seeing spray paint of the Goon Squad on buildings. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. Yes. laughs> they didn't do it, it that long. It was the new grips. <laughs> it was the new grips right on the wall. Oh my god, <laughs> like, that was a surprise to see like Crips and Bloods in Detroit, though. That was really a surprise. It was surprising us because that's it. That's it. When I was in Ohio, it was Crips in, in my junior high school. So imagine what they was spreading in. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see like, like we had a couple gangs, but it wasn't like a, a color affiliation or no shit like that. Like, Young Boys was like the gang for my generation. And it was other gangs, but them niggas didn't count compared to Young Boys. They had the whole city locked up. Nigga, they had the BMF, nigga. <laughs> That really like they wasn't BMF when they was in Detroit. Like they didn't really become BMF till they moved. Like they I can tell you a crazy story, but nobody wants to hear this shit. But shit, really, illegal first illegal act I ever did. I was 16 years old and I was in Columbus, Ohio, and I drove some weed with this white girl. Cause my homeboys wanted me to drive this shit to uh you ever remember this club called? I know you're gonna remember this because you my age. You remember this club called Shick Ricks in Detroit? Shick Ricks? Shick Ricks. Not Slick Ricks, Shick Ricks. No, I don't remember that. It was a hood spot. It was a super spot. But anyway, I drove this weed with this white girl in the truck. The weed was in the truck and shit. I was 16 years old and I drove like five pounds and shit with like penitentiary chances and shit back then. This before we was even thought, like, this was felonies, nigga. Like, in Ohio? Going across yeah. the street, 
lines and all this yeah. shit, but yeah. we had to drop yeah. it off at the nightclub and shit. And this motherfucker just took this shit. We just drove back to Columbus. Like, man, get the fuck. That was scary. Nightclub? Yeah, yeah, dude. It was 16, but the girl was older than me. But they used my car, though. That's the whole thing. She drove my car. <laughs> my grandpa's up again. <laughs> man, from Columbus? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know Columbus was 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 doing the, the weed like that back in the day. Yeah, but they, that's why they got me because they were saying I'm a minor, so when they went, you know, that was the whole thing. Like, if I get caught with this shit, they're gonna slap me on the wrist and all this. But you know, I don't know what the philosophy was, but I know I needed them bucks, and I, you know, <laughs> but they let me know because I was scared the whole time. Because first of all, <laughs> it was already fucked up then, you know what I'm saying? Columbus was fucked up, that was fucked up. Man, I was like, let's just get this shit over with. And Man, then Ohio was horrible. Like I live in Cleveland now, like in in Ohio, like as far as the way, like if you'd have got caught on the Michigan side, you'd have been good, you'd have been okay. First time yeah. offender, yeah, you'd have got papers. You got caught in Ohio. The eighties, so this is the eighties. You'd have got caught in Ohio. They'd have sent your ass to the pen. I know that's why I've been in a jail, Ohio and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I'm never going back to the motherfucker, man. Like, damn, they fuck with me every time I go out there, but um. But I was about to say, what, what, how the All Star shit, how the All Star game go out there? Um, I, I had to work twelve hours both days, so I don't know. I talked like my guy; he used to be like he he rapped back in the day. He was like a big deal back in the day. Um, but he was saying compared to '96, that this one wasn't shit compared to how how lit it was in '96. Oh, All I know is they was charging obscene prices, from what I heard. To get in everywhere, and I think that may have had something to do with it. Like the, it was like two hundred dollars to get in the club. Hey, let me ask you a question real quick for pop out my head and everything. My, my, you might as well say wife, but my my chick and everything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't manage manage, but she helped this girl. Like anything a manager would do, she helped this girl named named three fifty. You heard of three fifty out there? She's mm-hmm. with Space Mob with Scarface. Mm-mm. You never had a 350? No. What what is Scarface? Remember he had a group and there was one chick like face mob with that was out of Texas? No. Scarface people. No, I, I don't remember. I remember face mob, but I don't remember like biggest shit. She biggest shit out there. I mean, she she made hit records with some gold and platinum records. Like she cracking. But we're trying to get her some shows for during the All Star game. That's why I said that. Oh, there's a cat out here I know. Actually, he uh is in Columbus. Like as far as doing shows in Ohio, that's the guy to see. And I mean, like he 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 put like he just did a, a Ohio run with uh uh Freeway uh uh Meek Mill not Meek Mill but uh damn what's the what's the old boy that was uh with Jay Z uh damn I can't remember his name but a couple of artists like he does that constantly like he does Ohio runs every other month. Talk about Benny Siegel. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Actually, that, that's his guy right there, Benny Siegel. But it's not Benny Siegel. Uh, uh, Benny, no. I'm at Benny in Columbus. <laughs> Be- I heard Benny was a really cool dude. Like a motherfucker. I'll be telling him. Remember I tell you that duck? Like he, he got in my crib on my couch one time with chill like it was nothing. But, you know, we was drunk. <laughs> I mean, but you a cool ass <laughs> nigga too, though, man. And you, you got a status. And it's not like I'm saying we was drunk every time I say a sentence, but I, it just comes out for some reason. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but I ain't gonna rub it in. But anyway, but you know, um, yeah, Benny real cool. I ain't seen him in a long time. 
So I don't know, you know, sometimes people, I don't know. But he seemed like he got his head on, man. Like, that's good because he was in trouble for a long time. Yeah, unfortunately, it seemed like, you know, like he ain't the same beings. You know what I mean? Like his voice is not the same. I really wish he could, you know. He got shot, man. He got shot in the lung. Yeah, it, it ain't. I mean, I'm not, you know, it, it just, but it's not the same. And it's unfortunate that sometimes it takes some shit like that to happen to you for you get it. And man, but I never like trip that like like some people like trouble follows them. You know what I'm saying? Like I never like with trouble follow me too, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I never wanted to be a thug. You know what I'm saying? Like I always been on some other shit. Unless yeah, I, don't, I don't believe that though. Trouble don't follow you. You put yourself in certain certain scenarios consistently. And the reason I said that because I seen the little the dudes my my son hangs with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they really want to be dumb. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at it totally different than when I came up, I always wanted to like do the other shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is. Maybe that's why we're here though. Like some people just, you know. Follow their own trends, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, but e everybody got a moral compass. I don't care. Hey man, I keep getting this call coming in, and I muted it. How long are we gonna be on? How long? How much That's long up you to you, King. That's up to you. Okay, hey. well, I got to some of the. Yeah, I mean, keep going. Yeah, it ain't no, it ain't no imperative. Nothing. We just keep oh. going, man. Keep shooting the questions. I'm gonna answer them quicker. Okay, like when you write a song, do you write? Do you get the beat then write, or you you just write a song and then pick those pick a song to the particular beat? I write songs a cappella. That's what I was saying on Drink Chance, nigga. I kind of lost people with what I was saying, mm -hmm. but it's like you know how you go to studio sessions, right? The average right. rapper got all his homeboys in a studio session with him. That's what we used to do. Girls, booze, weed, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your drug of choice, and all this shit. It used to be so much of that. In the in the studio that I can't even think about what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like I could think, I could sit there and listen to the beat, and they, you know the studio they just play the beat over and over and over and all that shit. I can't do it. So just one day I went outside and I went in the car and I sat in the in the, in the passenger seat mm -hmm. and CD. I mean, Swift burnt me a CD, and I went in the car to play it. Before I played it, I just sat there and I had some shit on my head and I just started writing a cappella, and it started coming to me. It started coming to me, and I was like, damn, I'm flying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, it, and I wrote the whole rap so quick. I was like amazed and shit. I was like, damn, what what I do different? What I eat this morning? And I realized that I got a short ass attention span. <laughs> so I got to be sitting with peace, quiet, nothing else. And I could write some shit. You know what I'm saying? But the, you, you got a was, unique cadence structure too. And I think that that's the secret right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you, I, I was thinking about it today. Like you remind me, you, like I can hear Slick Rick. With a with a different cadence structure, yes. British accent and everything. But no, I mean, not not necessarily the act, but just the. It's almost as if every song you do, there's some element of a story in it, woven in the bars. Ducks always say the guy over here always tell me that. What do you say? I be using uh, catchphrases. He's I'm using a lot of catchphrases. That's what he's. Saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what phrase was. I, I don't know if you use the catchphrases or you create them. Oh, no. Yes, something like that. It creates, recreates them. Yeah, it's like the way you say shit is so unique to you 
that it turns like you could say something that I've never heard before and then I'll hear it again in my head and I hear it again and hear it, and now it's a catchphrase for me or for whoever is out there. Yeah, like but it's always like if you talking to you could be talking about this table and this chair I'm in and at some point you'll weave a little story in it whether it's a whole 16 or it's just four bars. I just did a song with corrupt last night and I think I started off with a catchphrase. I said, I know one thing for certain, two things for show. Is that a catchphrase? Yes, it is. That's a catchphrase. That's what I started off as. Yeah, it is. That's catchphrase. a catchphrase. Hey, yo, that joint that you and Corrupt did before, I don't know how many y'all got, y'all got, but I know the one on uh on uh on, on, on uh Rapper's Life is fucking phenomenal. Rap life, I'm sorry. That's a criminally underrated. I like I listened to the whole joint today just just cause criminally. Okay underrated cd bro like, this shit was fire. i mean yeah man because it was like the time we're loud they basically was closing the doors man so like i ain't get no promotion on that i ain't get out everything you see i pretty much did myself like as far as booking my own tours and doing all that shit. Mm-hmm. so you know, you know me and steve steve tell me all the time that he could have did better with that you know i mean he tell me all the time but he told me numerous times before is he a cool dude steve rifkin He's like everybody else. He bipolar as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like me, you. You know, he get, I mean, I, I use that word too loosely. I, I lose. I use it too loosely. He used to just, you know, if, you, if he Steve walk in, because he's from New York, so he's loud. I mean, he wasn't really loud. Mm-hmm. But he was more like rude. You know what I'm saying? I say that. Like, he would come in and he'd be upset. And then, you know, he'd get the cussing and shit. Like, man, what the fuck is going You know, like, he a real New Yorker. So he had a temper, I guess. But, you know. He, he ain't gonna say too much when he ended talking to Wu Tang and his nine niggas from the projects looking at you and shit. Like he's be extra cool with certain motherfuckers, and <laughs> you know he's talk shit to his staff and all them motherfuckers. Like I'd be like, damn, Steven, they're going off on who? He'd be like, on Mojo. That's Mojo, like the <laughs> you know, what I'm he, he ain't big pun and fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I used to see both sides. I'd be like, man, this was a trip, but. Great dude, though, as far as he, I think that he's underrated as far as what he did for the hip hop, the culture of hip hop, and everything like nice. giving Wu Tang the contracts where they could make solo albums. Just imagine if that Steve said, Nah, fuck y'all, y'all signed with me, and y'all can't make no solo albums. Everything got to come to me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't have the Method Man on Def Jam, the Jizzle on this, the Jizzle on uh, uh, I forgot what label he's on Geffen at one point, but I remember he dissed all the labels, remember that, <laughs> but. Uh, and and who 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 album who CD got got fucked up in the flood? Was it Jizzle? New Orleans. No, huh? at, at uh RZA crib, it flooded in his basement. Oh and yeah, yeah, RZA, RZA, was, Somebody's CD got got ruined. I want to say it was Jizzle's. And they had. I think it was Spectre Deck. Spectre Deck was, had a was, was it deck? deck. I think so. I think oh, it was. I can't, I can't remember. That's fucked up though. Because Jizzle came like, out first. This shit was hard. He, he ain't losing nothing on his. And then, um, yeah, I think Spectre Deck, because they always said, how come Spectre Deck solo album didn't get the shot? You know what I mean? He ain't come mm-hmm. out when everybody else was on that way. Because remember, ODB, I mean, that, all of them had the records out at the same time. Mel fought him. Yeah. But Spectre Deck didn't have shit out. That's because he lost it in the flood, I think. I think they tell you that on the documentaries. I mean, the um TV show on Hulu. Well, shit, it's hard to it's hard to know what's the truth on the TV show and what's not. 
Yeah, it was a lot of bullshit. Even though they threw this shit in with us, it was bullshit. Something there, I was like, that ain't happening like that. That was different. Like it was but, a, like a like the NWA movie, the, the 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 Detroit shit. At least from a fan, because I was at that concert. They talked about in that movie, <laughs> and from a fan perspective, it did not go down the way that the movie portrayed it. Yeah, all that shit. You know, that's that's Hollywood. You can't. You know, <laughs> everybody knows that. We we from LA. We know. When they do all these shit from LA, we was there at half the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's silly. But when you going hey, to look, bro. I did. I'm a second album. I wrapped it. Ah, when you gonna write a book? <laughs> ah man, we need that man. We need <laughs> that. Let me ask you a question. What's up? If I wrote a book about my life, mm-hmm. would anybody read it? Yes. Probably not, and if they did, they probably wouldn't believe it. They probably couldn't conceive it. Where I've been and where I'm headed to, what the fuck I did, what I said and who I said it to, my mic's ain't dead at you, so take a look. It starts on page three, chapter one, this is my book. See? It okay. took nine hours for the cast to hit the pavement. Doctor slapped me on the ass. I slapped him back because that's some gay shit. I always have to play with words they deserve more than what they worth the way I play these curves. I hit the ground running through Columbus, Ohio. My nigga, peep it. That city's kind of wild. Hyper, hyper, hyper sense diapers. Me and my brother, stepdaddy, didn't like us. He beat us, repeated. He smacked, he choked us. I'm only 12 years old. Nigga, kill your own roaches. I'm all prepped for showbiz. My mom worked for Al Green. Not a lot of people know this, but I was there where Al caught the grits. That's the time he found the Lord said, fuck singing and quit. My mom's passed the sh- packed the shit because I was out the business. Now I can flip to chapter two and you're going to peep other shit I done witnessed. Yes, we would read that, bro. <laughs> he said, yes, we would read that. <laughs> and the movie would be made. Just saying. I know you got shit to do, man. Um, yeah. so I ain't, I ain't going to hold you up too long, man. Um, please don't forget to, to, to hit me with the, the link for uh, the clothing. Shit's fucking fire. Um, and shout out to your boy, too, man. Salute to him. That's- yeah, that's, appreciate there. you, King. Appreciate you thoroughly. If you ever need anything, not sure what I could do for for your greatness, I, but uh, Cleveland, but yeah. Ohio. I'm coming to the crib. I'm coming to Columbus. I'm doing a show in Columbus and Cincinnati. And while I'm out there, I'm gonna go see my cousin Rodney, and I'm gonna come to Cleveland and fuck with everybody. I know out there, Danny, Danny, and everybody. Oh, shit. all right. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you up. All right, oh, I'm gonna get up out of here, man. Thanks for the love, man. Don't forget, man. LiveVictorious.com. Uh, go to our uh, IG. You got the the, the Smokeaholics brand, cannabis brand over there, and of course you got the Junior Boy shit. Uh, M- I was about to say, damn, I'm tripping. You have the Junior Boy single, No Love, featuring NBA Young Boy. Go check it out. And I've been smoking some Smokeaholics, as you can see. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll see you in a minute. No doubt, man. We have witnessed greatness. Always to the dime. Always to the dime. Let's go. We out. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.